Hey everyone, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Billy. And this is Not Just Sundays, the podcast that takes us from going to church to being the church. Each episode, we'll look at how to take the words of Scripture from the page to the pavement. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. The Not Just Sundays podcast is brought to you in partnership with the Ministry League Network. To hear other podcasts like this, as well as a ton of other resources, download the Ministry League app or go to ministryleague.com. Being a Christian is an everyday thing, not just Sundays. Hey, Billy, good to see you again. Yeah. Here for episode, what is this, four? Episode four. Episode four of Not Just Sunday's podcast. Hey, I want to give a quick plug to some of the, the other podcasts that you can find on the Ministry League Network, like the John and Paul show. They do a lot of stuff with sports. Uh, the Ben and Travis show, they, they uh, really talk a lot about healing and helping people during that. And then uh, one of mine that I'm really excited about is the Stronger Marriage podcast, which is put together by a couple that we're actually going to have at West End Church of Christ. It's either in 2021 or 2022. And uh, really virus excited pending. about that group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that? Virus pending. Virus <laughs> Virus pending for sure. Yeah. Okay. And one other thing the Ministry League Network has put together is the Let the Whole Church Pray Ooh, yeah. Day yeah. on November 1st. And you can go right. to the Ministry League Network uh, Facebook page, and mm-hmm. there's more information there. I think we're going to try to do this at West End. Yeah. It's a, a day where the church is going to focus on praying for the nation, for the upcoming elections, and then for our local church and its leaders for unity, for a thriving evangelistic uh, outre- outreach. And then also for our young people during these yeah. uncertain times. So there's just a couple of things I want to remind you of because we are still a part of that Ministry League network and want to make sure you know there are lots of other good resources, other great podcasts that you can listen to in association with that. So Yeah. And it's good, uh, it's good to be here. Glad you're listening, glad you're watching. Yeah. Glad to have you back from vacation. Yes, from Falcation. Yeah. Falcation. I <laughs> I'm trying to coin that, so let's start using that. Falcation. Yeah, nice to have you back behind the golden mic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the golden mic. It's like an award. Like I gotta go. I already have a golden mic. And know? yes, the introduction of our brand new sign. Sign. Uh, this is real. It's, yes, it's not a graphic. Ooh, <laughs> it's real. It's real. Yeah, we can't it af- looks like a graphic. We can't afford CGI. Yeah, it's real. So we're excited <laughs> about that, and we know you're as excited as we are about our faces. <laughs> Yes, a, I'm sure sign. you are. I'm, I'm sure you are. For those of you who are just listening to this, you're yeah. like, I don't really care. Yeah, it's very Which, worldly, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, leads into, yeah, on our vacation, we went parasailing. Okay, it's one of the things mm-hmm. we had to do. And as we were being let down, I just have to tell this one story. As we were being let down, or at least Grant and I were, mm-hmm. as we were being let down to be dipped in the ocean. You saw a shark? No, we oh. saw a ton of jellyfish. By the way, you know, what, you know what a group of jellyfish is called? It's called Terrifying. a blue... <laughs> I, besides that, because okay. I was like, no, 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 don't let us down. And like, they took pictures and my face was like, no. Yeah. Uh, it's called a bloom, a swarm, or a smack huh. of jellyfish. That's okay. for all those of you who play Jeopardy, just in case. What, what was it like knowing like you were, you were, you could see yourself <laughs> being lowered onto your demise? Like what, how'd it feel? <laughs> I, I don't remember feeling anything because I was ready for the feeling of yeah. a million tingling stains. So what happened? Well, uh, it's a type of jellyfish that doesn't sting. Did y'all have actually, like, you know, Yeah, we down? went down right in the middle of them. Mm. But I, <laughs> I just, I did blocked, you actually feel them? Like, I, did you? I, I blocked it out. I blocked mm. it out. I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> I blocked it out. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. Well, cool. Glad okay. you're back, though. Yes, you're good safe. to be back. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah from parasailing and, yeah. and the adventure. There. Yeah, I didn't go on fallcation. So. Yeah, you worked. Yeah, so some of us have to work. Apparently, everybody here. thought you went on fallcation. Yeah, evidently, but. when you go on vacation, I go on, we go on vacation together, evidently. <laughs> so, therefore, I was gone as well. <laughs> nope, you went to work. Uh, so, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about worldliness. Mm, worldliness. Yes, yes. So... Um, you know, oftentimes when we think of worldliness, we're going to be in James chapter four. That's going to be our text today. Uh, often, you know, Billy, when we think about worldliness, I, I know I do anyway, I think of things like materialism, um, you know, which it is. Mm-hmm. Worldliness is in part is materialism. It's, it's the idea of um, if you want to know what you really care about, take a look at your wallet, take yeah. a look at your time where you spend your time and your money. And we chase after the things that our hearts are set on. Uh, but in our text today, James wants us to understand that worldliness is way more than materialism. Yeah. Uh, it's a matter of the heart, and that's kind of what we would get to today. Yeah, and when you kind of Google just the word worldliness and you look at a definition, uh, you know, from a spiritual sense, it says exalting the things of this world above the things of God. And as James is going to point out, a lot of us, including myself, think of worldliness exactly how you said it, like a person engaging in like specific immoral actions. But in reality, uh, you could not do anything like wrong, like any actual acts that are immoral, and you can still be considered a worldly person. Right, yeah. Uh, and so really another view here is that worldliness is a failure to renew your minds by the Word of God to live in a manner pleasing to God. Yeah. So if you're just living for yourself yeah. and you're not living for God, that too uh, could be worldly, right? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, here in verse 1, it says, uh, you know, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? Uh, We're exposed here to the harsh reality. James is giving us that our inward sin always has outward implications, right? Yes. Um, And we tend to think that our personal beliefs are just that. They're personal. Yeah. But James is telling us it's more than that, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's interesting there that he uses that word war. Uh, When you think of the word war, I mean, that's pretty serious, right? Uh, Yeah, uh, very serious. I mean, you think of like these big battles and it's never pretty. And he uses the word war here. And I find it quite interesting that he provides for us this picture of how serious this is by saying a war with God, a war with others. And what we're going to talk about really is a war within ourselves yeah. um, and that yeah. worldliness. Yeah, and that's kind of where that has to start, right? Because that's when you recognize, when you realize that war within. And that's really, I think, one of the things, the ESV, I love how plain it makes this. Mm-hmm. When you go back and read the text in the ESV, he says, you know, uh, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this? And then he just says, is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? And he just lays it out. Yeah. And that's most definitely the case, um, as, as you pointed out. And it, it's, a, it's a matter of the heart. I think it's something I said already in, in the podcast here, but it's that idea of what's, what's within us. And he goes on to explain this, says you have uh, desires, but you don't have those things, or you desire and you don't have, so you murder. And yeah. that's... That's another strong word. We have yeah. war, and, war murder. and murder. Heavy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's a reminder. You know, we, we talk about, you know, wanting to, you know, kill somebody, and we know that's mm-hmm. kind of metaphorical. It's I don't really want to do that. Yeah. Like the driver, um, my wife says it a lot. You're yeah. Driving me crazy. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're killing crazy. me, Smalls. Yeah. You're killing me, right? Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. And, and so when, in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus reminds us when he talks about murder, he says murder doesn't begin by just, you know, killing somebody. He says yeah. that starts in the heart, right? We we let anger get a hold of us. And so the idea of killing here is, he says, you, you got to start in the heart to figure out 
where your motivation is. And he says, you covet and you cannot obtain. So you fight, you ask and you don't receive Mm -hmm. because your motivations are selfish only. You're only wanting this for yourself. And it's this idea that your desires inside are driving you to division or they can. I shouldn't say they don't always do that. If you have the right desires, you know, they will drive you towards, you know, bringing unity and getting closer to God as we see later in the passage. But your desires inside are driving you to mm-hmm. a division between you and God and you and others. Yeah, and it really is true that although we might think that, okay, well, no one knows how I'm feeling, and maybe I'm not like letting that be known, so mm-hmm. it's not going to hurt anything. Well, eventually, it's within you. That's the thing that's warring against you as yourself, and eventually it's going to come out in a way uh, that God would rather not be coming out. Right. Um, although we're looking at James, yeah. uh, the passage in First John, mm-hmm. Uh, that I think we'd have to mention, First John 2, uh, verse 15 through 17. Mm-hmm. It says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, desires of the eyes, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. He's telling us here it's our love for Christ that will overcome this our worldliness uh, and and that that desire and that want and that natural tendency to look out for ourselves instead of the things of God. Yeah, and you notice I've always loved this passage. This corresponds very well with what happens in the garden in Genesis three, right? In fact, it's almost like word for word when Eve is tempted by by the devil there, and he kind of uses each three of those things: the desires of the flesh, desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. And it's this idea that those are the things that are, are, are grabbing your attention mm-hmm. and distracting you away from uh, your love for Christ, um, which is what's going to overcome worldliness. But if those things allow you to be distracted, mm-hmm. they become problematic for you. And you know, when I think of this verse, one of the things that I, I wrote down in my notes here is, if God is competing for your attention, then you are focused on the wrong things. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I got an amen there. Say it again. (laughs) If God is competing, do I need to say it more like a preacher? If God is competing for, yeah, so if God is competing for your attention, you are focused on the wrong things. True. Yeah, there are a lot of things that distract us from God. And, you know, as an illustration, you talked about Holly and, you know, Sally, she'll she'll have to repeat something to me. (laughs) And she's like, I've told you this. And you're like, no, you haven't. You didn't tell me that. And she did tell me that, but she told me that at a time when I was distracted. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, God shouldn't have to get our attention. He should should always have it, so to speak. Yeah, and and I like there, uh, even when looking at verse Mm 2, it says, You desire and do not have, so you murder, like you said. Mm -hmm. Uh, You covet and cannot obtain. You fight and quarrel again, Mm -hmm. which I think the reason he's saying this so many times is because it's so so common that we are fighting and quarreling. Yeah, we get into that cycle. Yeah, and and really, if I'm not mistaken here, he's writing to brothers and sisters in Christ Mm -hmm. for the most part. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of funny. There's always that statistic out there that says that the majority or like 90% of the problems in the church are from within the church, right? Yeah. Not from outside the church. So we like <laughs> to fight and quarrel yeah. with one another. Uh, in verse 3, you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly and spend it on your passions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I find it interesting here that ultimately I think he's challenging us on one of the deepest and perhaps one of the most destructive human tendencies that at one point or another we all struggle with. And I think it's that belief that it's not my fault, it, it's yours. You know, yeah. it's, I'm never in the wrong here. So seemingly, uh, we're hardwired, like every frustration with a friend, every conflict with our spouse, uh, every argument with a roommate or a coworker. It seems like the natural tendency is always to say, well, it's not my fault. Yeah. Because uh, we're yeah. always looking out for ourselves. Right. 
So James yeah. tells us here there's a solution, right? Uh, mm-hmm. and, and a little bit of that solution is uh, to be honest with ourselves yeah. and, and become someone who can look at ourselves. Um, but what about verse 4 and verse 5 here of James 4? You know, for, in 4 and 5, um, he says, <laughs> he basically calls us out as being an adulterous people. Or for those who don't have, you know, yeah. they, they're allowing worldliness to, to get in the way. They're allowing those distractions to come. And he says, you adulterous people. And so it, it's like we, in this world today, we engage in spiritual adultery. We want to have a relationship with God, and we mm-hmm. say that that's important. We say that we're devoted to that, but we're cheating on God. Yeah. yeah the message actually translates it, you're cheating on God. And that's another one of those strong words, yeah. like war and murder yes. and adultery. Wow. Those are words that we don't like to say. Um, that's yeah, that's right. a strong language there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, and he goes on, he says, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? In other words, it's a separation there. Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Mm. And we, we can't, you know, we, we have to be faithful to God. We can't expect that we can be fully faithful to yeah. each one. And that's a scary thought to think that we could be enemies of God. Mm. I mean, th- that's not a title you want to hold no. uh, as the enemy of God, right? No. Uh, and it says you do that by simply loving the things. It's okay to enjoy the things of the world, sure. right? Sure. I mean, I enjoy watching football. I enjoy going on trips. I enjoy. I do enjoy having things and buying things. But he says here that, you know, consuming yourself with that and that being your focus, that makes you an enemy of God. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's, that's tough. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, and it, it's just a stressful thing to even think about, that, that I would be cheating mm-hmm. on God, or at least it should be for us. Yeah, um, and we have, to, we have to be honest uh, with ourselves about mm-hmm. how dysfunctional we can be, yeah. honest that we have flaws, uh, and honest for our deep need uh, of God's grace. And that's why in verse 6, he says that God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. And humility is a whole other lesson in itself. But sure. when we stop believing that the problem lies in everyone else mm-hmm. and begin taking personal ownership of our uh, dysfunction and our sin, yeah. it's when we can genuinely invite Jesus into our lives and transform our hearts to, to yeah. not be so worldly and think right. about the things of the world first. Yeah, most definitely. You know, in verses 7 through 10 there, he kind of, he, he sums everything up, really, um, by basically telling us, you know, how to overcome this spiritual yeah. adultery, how to be more faithful to God. And it's it's not a super complicated Mm-mm. formula. It's just a lot, it's a string of, of very simple things, but yeah. very difficult things to do. Yeah, and, and he starts here in verse 7 mm-hmm. with the S word. He yeah. says, "Submit." <laughs> Submit. Um, we don't like now. That, that I mean, that's a that's a bad word. You're not going to tell culture. me what to do. <laughs> yeah, you ain't going to nobody. <laughs> yeah, and that, but that's not a bad word, right? As Christians, right. it's all about the mindset. Right. We get to submit. Yes, and that's the difference. You don't have to. You get to. Yeah. And he says here, "Submit yourselves to God." In verse seven, he also says, "There, resist the devil, mm-hmm. and he will flee from you." Yeah. But I want to ask you a question here. Mm-hmm. Uh, resisting the devil, and he will flee from you. We get that language of fleeing. That mm-hmm. means you're taking off, you're mm-hmm. running, you're scared almost. What's that look like, um, honestly, to resist the devil so much that he flees from us, that he runs from us? You know, what's that look like? What's that yeah, mean? I, 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 in some ways, I think this goes back to the, the passage in First John chapter 2, verses 15 mm-hmm. through 17, when we know the devil's playbook. You know, we talked about, um, I think we talked about this before, that 
one of the ways you can defeat your enemy yeah. in, in athletics, right, yeah. is to kind of know their playbook. Mm -hmm. You watch film yeah. and you figure out what the enemy, what your, your adversary is going to do. And so we have the devil's playbook. And so resisting the devil is just simply understanding, okay, am I dealing with the desire of the flesh? Am I... You know, is this is this something that I want to make me look good? So am I getting caught up in that mm -hmm. in this pride thing, right? The pride of life. Is it something that I want to make me feel good, not to look good, but to feel good? And so we start to recognize those things. It's harder and harder for him yeah. to get to us. And I think that's, that's yeah. part of it. And in verse eight, he kind of continues that thought mm -hmm. by saying, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So it's that compare and contrast, yeah. right? So, yes. you know, resist the devil. He'll flee from you. Yeah. Draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. I, isn't that an amazing thought? I mean, just to, to think of that, that it's not that, okay, you move closer to God and mm -hmm. then you're closer to God. No, yeah. he says you move closer to God and God is going to move closer yeah. to you. God's going to meet you. He's going <laughs> to That's cool, man. Because God does want us, right? That's right. I mean, That's God right. doesn't need us. If we're being yeah. honest, you know, God is God with or without us. Yeah. But man. he wants us. Yeah. He desires us. So if we draw near to him, he's going to draw near to us. Yeah. It's like the father in the parable of the prodigal son, or, mm -hmm. or really the older brother. That's really what the parable is about. Yeah. But in that scene where the son returns and the father doesn't stay on the porch, mm -hmm. so to speak, he runs to meet him. Yeah. As soon as he sees the yeah. son in the distance, he's he's taken off after him. Yeah, and he says here in verse 8, cleanse your hands, which yeah. that's not a physical thing we know. That's right. a really cleanse yourself, right. you know, renew yourself. It says you sinners and purify your hearts. Mm -hmm. You're double-minded. Yeah. See, I think the idea there, get rid of the bad stuff, put in the good mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. And then he closes it in verse 10 by saying, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Uh, it's a really encouraging kind of final charge because he started off real aggressive, right? <laughs> yeah. Talking about war yeah. and murder and adultery. Because <laughs> uh, worldliness is a serious thing. Yeah. But then he ch tells us, but this is not an uncommon thing. Right. So here's what we do. Right. And I like verses 7 through 10 a lot there. Yeah, it's very good and, and very practical. I think sometimes we kind of study that and we pick some of those verses mm -hmm. out and kind of make them stand alone. But really, it's this, this whole thing. So he said, hey, don't be you know engaged in spiritual adultery, but here's how to overcome that so that you don't have it in life, yeah. in your life. And that's going to affect our relationship with other people if we can't figure out that relationship. And, you know, and I just God. can't get over that enemy of God idea mm. um, because, you know, all throughout Scripture we see where uh, God can be our friend. He's our counselor. He's someone that we can rely upon. But then here it says that uh, you make yourself, not God doesn't make you mm -hmm. the enemy. You right. make yourself the enemy yeah. of God. Yeah, and then the contrast to that is, though, if you will move closer right. to God. He's going to move closer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wonder if we really, really truly think about that. Yeah. So having said all of that, are we ready yeah. for the challenge? Okay, we we got to find some kind of sound for that because that was horrible. Okay, for those of you watching online, you saw Billy like spaz out over here. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. All right, so um, here's what we we thought of for this one: um, the idea of how, how can you, in a real way, because this this is not just Sunday's podcast, mm -hmm. right? How do you make this real throughout the week? Because we're sitting there in the pew and we're like, yes, I feel like I'm drawing closer to God. Yeah. What happens when you get in the car and you're in traffic jam or whatever? And so, the world is still uh, being the world. Yeah, right? exactly. The world's not going to change. We're a week yeah. away right now from something big taking oh, place. Yeah. And that's yeah. what everyone's attention is on. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> you have to do a special podcast I didn't now. say it. I didn't say it. Um, <laughs> but we're a week away from that. Yeah. And so how yeah. can we just say, you know what? I got to focus on, I've done my part. I yeah. got to focus on things that are making me feel better. 
Here's how. Yeah. Right? So here's what we want to challenge you to do this time. That for this next couple of weeks, we want you to choose a scripture. And I would advise First mm-hmm. John two fifteen through seventeen. Maybe it's a part of what we did today in John in James chapter four. But memorize that passage of scripture. We don't memorize much anymore. Memorize mm-hmm. it. And if you have to, put it in your phone. Look at it. Uh, you write it on a card, put it in your back Fla- pocket. Flashcards. Flashcards. So I did in school when I was <laughs> Yeah, people were like, what are flashcards? Yeah. What is it? Index cards? Well, what is that? I'm doing my Not to Sunday challenge. Pray tell. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. So whatever it is, whatever method you need to use, yeah. seek to memorize Scripture and recite it often. Yeah. You know, there's this, this thing that we do. We kind of um, do this positive reinforcement. You tell yourself something over and over and over again. Mm. And, you know, when Jesus was faced with temptation, he quoted Scripture. He did. Um, I mean, of course, he obviously knew the scripture, but well, yeah, um, but he still had to. Like when, yeah. when he was faced with Satan with temptation, he didn't pull right. out a scroll and say, "Well, let right. me tell you this." Yeah. Instead, <laughs> he quoted scripture had, to Satan, yeah, because uh, he knew the scripture, yeah. and it, so we too should know that, right? And implant that word. So, I mean, for instance, you might just start off small with First John chapter two, verse fifteen: "Do not love the world or the things in the world." Mm-hmm. And what happens is, if you find yourself, if you're reciting that to yourself through the day, you, you're faced with a big decision and. And you can you can have a worldly mindset or you can have a heavenly mindset about the thing that's facing you. And when you quote this to yourself, do not love the world or the things in the world, it might help put things in perspective for you again. And so that's yeah. what we're asking you to do is carry Scripture with you. Draw close to God through His Word, literally in your mind and in your heart. And then I think you're going to see that He's going to keep showing up more and more, and the world is going to be less of an influence. Yeah and how you're making all of your decisions. So. Yeah. I think this week I want to remember the second half, because I really just can't get over it. The second half of verse 4 oh, yeah. says, Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes yeah. himself an enemy of oh, God. Man, yeah. That's a negative verse, but it's a reminder, yeah. and I, I need that. Yeah. Um, and so that's good. I, I like this week's challenge. I think all it's right. going to be good. Me too. It's going to be all challenging. Right. It- <laughs> 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 you're here all week so okay well thanks you guys for joining our podcast today thanks like uh, always we appreciate it like share comment Uh, there you go right yeah yeah and if you have any questions you can always reach us at our uh, you can comment on facebook Mm -hmm. if you find us there or if you're just listening and you want to send us an email or on instagram you can find us there we actually now actually are on iHeartRadio. so if you're like well you're not on iHeartRadio, you're lying to us now we really are there you can find us there we were just as well as you know all uh, the other places over anxious we were being overconfident <laughs> we, yeah we were it took a little longer than we thought it was going yeah. to be we were waiting on, on a deal with iheart to, for the higher number <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pay off some of this merch that we're buying <laughs> yeah. here Anyway, so if you want to reach us by email, you can send that to notjustsundayspodcast at gmail.com, and we'll always get that, and we can respond to you. And again, if you're watching us on Facebook, you can comment in the comment area. We'd love for you to like, share, comment, and uh, and join us in the next couple of weeks when we have another one of our podcasts. But thank you so much for your support. Share this with your friends if you feel like it's going to help them uh, to be a Christian, not just on Sundays. God bless. All right, see you. Thanks for joining us today. And remember, if you're watching us on Facebook or Instagram, please like, share, and comment so we can spread the word. Big thanks to the Ministry League for their partnership. Make sure to download the Ministry League app or go to the website, ministryleague.com, to access lots of great resources, including other podcasts just like this one. The Not Just Sundays podcast is produced here in Knoxville, Tennessee at the West End Church of Christ Studios. Music is by Jazzer. Take me higher. Have a great week. You can reach us at notjustsundayspodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or smart remarks. Remember, being a Christian is an everyday thing, not just Sundays.